1: Now, I I need you to pay really close attention for a moment because um, a lot of people have been sending in reviews, which we love, thank you, but expecting a subscription to Real Investing Journal, the magazine, which we tried many years ago, as a matter of fact, back in 2017, and it didn't work out like we planned, so we don't do it anymore. So um, we love when you leave the reviews. We can't send you a magazine because we don't make it. Please remember that all these weekend shows, these archive shows, and they very clearly state their archive shows, are from many years ago. This one from 2017. So ads you hear and mentions made in the show don't necessarily apply anymore. But thanks for listening, and here's the show.
2: Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money hello and welcome to the
1: show i'm don mcdonald that's tom cock there's one little thing you need to enjoy a really great future particularly a really great retirement and that is money and this is one of the few (laughs) i'd like to say the only but then i get called names but one of the few shows designed specifically to help you actually really invest that money that you earn toward that really great future without getting ripped off we want to help you out when it comes to dealing with your money we want to help you manage your money better today and create portfolios investment portfolios that will make you the wealth you need for tomorrow but based not on gut feelings, intuition, squiggly lines or any of that garbage but based on science.
3: Well, science, yeah, some I said science. I said to somebody recently that there really only is one way to invest. Yeah. And they said that is really arrogant of you to say. And then I had to think about the statement. They they were right that there are many ways to invest. All those things you just mentioned, right? But there's well, only no, only one no, supportable. No,
1: no, that Actually, no. Like, you see, that's because investing has been misdefined. That's true. Speculating, Speculating. That's true. is not investing. That's true. Investing is putting your money into something that has the greatest potential to grow more valuable over
3: time with the least amount of volatility in, and our, friction. in our scenario. Friction expenses taxes so right. and and, and what sure. i told them what, when i Good thought word. about it for a moment what i said was you're right but the way that we talk about investing the way we try to help you invest is the only one i know that's supportable by real evidence
1: there's lots of there's evidence.
3: All, there's yeah in this case there is it, when so you that's not bring up these other because yeah okay
1: you have to define first it's not it's only arrogant if if you don't first define it i guess but if you define investing the way it should be defined and it is not in any way shape or form related to speculation then i don't see how it can be arrogant to say there is only one way that has been proven to date by academic research to
3: show real promise for for the future And, and another comeback by the way is well that's what's happened in the past the future is going to look different right and we'll I say, probably look yeah, different. that's true. But we what else that? can you base it on? I mean, got nothing.
1: <laughs> you got nothing. Something I want else. to give out the number again. And I want to remind everyone, I know a lot of you listen to us on the podcast all over the country. Some of you listen to us on Sunday morning. Whenever you listen to us, the time to call us is Saturdays at noon at 877 877- 877-397-5666, 877-397-5666, and that's noon Pacific time, by the way. If you're on the East Coast, that's 3 p.m., so noon to 2 or 3 to 5. 877-397-5666. And speaking of the past.
3: Yeah, you already brought up 33 years ago, which seems like yesterday to me, but okay, go ahead. That's That That says a lot about how old you are. <laughs> exactly, as you told me,
1: you know I've lived in my house now for 20 years. Yeah,
3: exactly. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Has it
1: been that long? Wow, mine'll be 10 okay. this
3: this uh, summer. It seems like a long I'm time old. too.
1: Yeah, I was doing a little research. I read an article in Kiplinger's a uh, few weeks ago, and I never got around to this. And I wanted to do this. Uh, they they had the top performing mutual funds over one, three, five, and 10 years. Mm-hmm. They do this all the time. Yep. And I, I was looking at the top. Well, lots of different categories, but I settled on the top five, the top global stock funds, and I settled on five years because the Vanguard Total World Stock Index that we talk about all the VTWSX, time.
3: VTWSX, a great place
1: to start, by the way. Right. I but think. that fund doesn't have a 10 year track record oh, yet. Oh, okay. So I couldn't fairly compare. So I looked at the five, and I wanted to see, because here's what I was. I, I, my, My point, I was looking at some of these funds, like Morgan Stanley Institutional Global Discovery A, and they show a five-year return that's almost double vanguards. Wow. Sign me up. 16% per year. Or Guinness Atkinson Global Innovators Fund, or Morgan Stanley Institutional. Guinness? Drink that one up if you can. Drink that one up, yeah. Morgan Stanley Institutional Global Opportunity at 14. Polaris Global Value at 12.4. Rocketing
3: skyward sorry
1: alps red rocks listed private equity a at 12.39 i wanted to figure out why they had those big returns because vanguard's total world stock index was
3: 8.71 which is over that same period by the way here's part of here's part of our the your problem if you're listening now because you want to go get the 16 most most of us most of us if you're saving and you get the 8 you're gonna be fine you don't well, need to find wanted, the sixteen, but
1: okay, go I ahead. I wanted to find out what the issue was. Now there, this is what the people look at the return, only at yeah, the return. They do they not see. look any deeper How than that. How much
3: it costs, what the commissions well, let's start are. With, yeah, okay.
1: Let's well, one, yeah. I mean the Morgan Stanley stuff, risk? five and a quarter commissions, <sighs> high expense ratios. But I want
3: you. Can yeah, I stop you, you know, there one second? Because this is yeah. confusing to people. Commission yeah. refers to what they're going to charge you to buy that fund. Then right. there's the cost of the operation of it every day. People don't know that that goes in. Yes, that's a part of the- 1.69% oh. per year. And the Vanguard fund is point... Point two. 0.2 something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Wow. But you- Now, how
1: many stocks would you guess are in the Vanguard fund Oh, today? I think
3: it's it's- I want to say six thousand. No, they're up to seventy five hundred. Wow, I mean that's good diversification.
1: How many stocks would you guess are in the <laughs> Morgan Stanley Institutional uh,
3: Global Discovery? I'll say 200. 45. Oh gosh, folks, that's a bet. That's a speculation. Right. It has
1: to be. And what what is the common denominator among all of these hot
3: funds? Oh, they were less in... than a
1: hundred stocks apiece.
3: Right. They made big Less. bets. Probably on like financial or whatever technology, yep. whatever's yep. been
1: hot. Yep. As yep. a matter of fact, Morgan Stanley's Institutional Global Discovery Fund would not be in the top group if it wasn't for a great twenty sixteen where a couple of stocks they picked Went did extraordinarily yep. well. Now here's another <sighs> thing that you out there can you 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 can find this number. There is a number that we think is critical. Because we measure risk based on how volatile securities are, right? How much things go up and down. Yep. That's called? Standard deviation would be one. Standard deviation is one of the simpler measures to study. There are others. Vanguard's standard deviation or volatility rating is just under 11%. Yeah.
3: You draw a line in the middle, it moves around it. By a measure of
1: 11. The Morgan Stanley funds, both of them, are at 13.5%.
3: I would have thought it would be higher, actually, but okay. Well,
1: that's pretty substantial, though. That's that's a 20%. That's Mm -hmm. 20% higher volatility. Than the 11, yeah. Plus, you have portfolios that are between 30 and 45 stocks, which means if they guess badly and one or two companies fall apart on you, your portfolio is destroyed
3: and what's their t killed. stat i didn't pull up all this stat. yeah it's getting too far in the weeds but here's the thing you i mean the problem is it would have been great to buy that five years ago and now sell it right because the odds are and you can see you can look at the track record going back 25 30 years you have higher these guys they were red hot and then they go straight down it's tough because they're making bets as you said
1: DFA did a study and they found that the best performing funds over a 5 year period 70 plus percent of those ended up in the worst performing quarter of funds or out of business for the next 5 yeah, years scrap so heat. looking at the at the hot Performers Not going to get you anywhere. And hey, we'll
3: talk about more about that because Jason Zweig wrote a piece today about the hot performers that you need to know oh, about. Oh, yeah, great and that piece. fits right into yeah, the theme of the show today does, because
1: yeah. Jason was talking about emerging markets. Bingo. And we want to talk a little bit about your bias toward buying into the United States.
3: Well, and and, and just buying what's hot. We just had somebody call us a couple weeks ago and said, you talked about REITs. Should I run out and put my money in that? Right, and
1: the U.S. stock market has been very hot for the past several years. The S&P 500 has done extraordinarily well, and nobody wanted to be in some of these other areas we're going to talk about a little later on, and that's the problem. The areas you're not in are the ones that someday will be better.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. Here's another brief interruption. I am surprised at how much people still love their magazines, their print magazines. The vast majority of the most popular magazines on the planet have millions of print subscribers. And only a few hundred thousand online subscribers. I learned people like reading on paper, and because of that, I've decided to create a brand new magazine for real investors to help you become a real investor. It's called Real Investing Journal, and it's full of just that real investing information, the science of investing, the proven ways to make money long term without gambling. There's no business news, there's nothing about speculating, there's no lifestyle stuff. It is all about investing all the time it's a full color magazine it's printed every quarter and it's going to cost 25 bucks a year is all that's all 25 bucks a year but here's a deal if you become one of our charter subscribers we'll lock in 15 a year and while supplies last you'll get the very first issue in addition to your next year that's a deal 15 bucks a year and if you don't like it i'll give you your money back that simple so go right now to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe need to add that slash subscribe realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe and sign up for the charter subscription rate of only 15 bucks you save 10 bucks and you lock it in and you get an extra issue and you need to do it now because i know we're going to run out of the extra issues so you better hurry go to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe you'll like it or your money back and speaking of back we're going back to the show now
2: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: I just realized it's really, really sad. Sad. It's so sad. Yes. That I spend my spare time looking up mutual funds.
3: (laughs) It says something.
1: (laughs) That is really sad now that I think about it. I'm very depressed.
3: No, stop it. I'm glad you're doing it. And the lesson learned is don't buy what's hot. We'll talk about that. The lesson learned is
1: I, I have no life.
3: Angelica. What an angelic
1: name. Angelica, welcome to Talking Real Money. How can we help you today?
4: Um, I have no
5: knowledge about investing. I have zero money. Um, how does one get started? What is the minimum uh, amount that I need? What's the best way to go about this? Because um, I mean, I cannot afford a broker. So, is there a way to do it? Is there a way to get started?
1: Well, yeah. Let me give you a couple of things. Uh, one, let me start with. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to the easiest one last. Uh, do you have earned income?
5: Uh, not at the moment. I have been a stay at home mom for 37 years. Just um, okay. went to a baby right. boy, starting from zero. Don't have young kids. So I'm in the process of getting myself to trade with, um, you know, okay. that yeah, I but, have income.
1: but, but you do, I get, I bet there's one thing you do. You have kids, you have money coming in from know. other, what? Yes, I do. So what do you, what do you do on a pretty much daily basis? Do you like the rest of us probably spend money on stuff?
3: Uh, yeah. Once in a while? Yeah, you
1: have. yeah. This is the coolest thing I, ever re- I have ever oh, run into. Oh, I know into. where you're
3: going now. It took me a minute. This is the yeah, coolest I love thing
1: this. I have ever run into. I have been doing this for a few months now, Angelica, and doing okay. nothing. I do nothing except spend the money I normally spend, and I now have $800 saved in this How account. How come yours is always bigger than mine? That hurts. Okay. I probably spend more and money than you do. Killing me. Uh, uh, it's called Acorns.
5: Acorns, okay.
3: You type that to- in on the internet. It shows yeah, up and, and you, they, you yeah. you'll link
1: ahead. it to your bank account. Uh-huh. and it rounds up everything you buy and it puts the money into this really nice portfolio of exchange traded mutual funds. You don't
3: have to do a darn thing. Mine's only 620 bucks. I've been yeah, doing it about the same time. Some. Well, I put an
1: extra I put I think I put an extra 20 a month in or something, but So no, you know, this is great. So much. you
3: go to acorns.com. We get nothing for this by the way.
1: Yeah, this is not a plug okay. we get paid for. It.
3: Um and, and it just what Don said, it's a rounding service. So when I go look at my bank statement it, when I spent, and I don't even know what the the ratios are, Don. But when I spent a certain amount, <laughs> it rounds it up to cheap. something, and they take that change and they put it into this portfolio that is oh. widely diversified, extremely low cost. And I think they charge us. I think it's a dollar a month. month. Yeah, they charge that. a dollar. It's a month. place to start. You're <sighs> saving something, and I have you put can make 66- it bigger. 66- I have put sixty-six dollars away in the
1: last thirty days in my Acorns account. How do you know? For example, I I, I I go go to to the Acorns account. Like for example, I paid two hundred and twenty-seven dollars my utility bill to Duke Energy. I live in Florida. I paid two hundred and twenty-seven dollars and sixty-eight cents. They put thirty-two cents into my Acorns account. Oh, and they invested it. And now they invested it. And now I have eight hundred and sixty-seven dollars and (laughs) nineteen cents. And I, I started less than a year ago.
5: Oh, wow. That's like magic. I like that. You know what? It is, what? It is because
3: it's money that just sort of <laughs> disappears. Magic. I mean, it's good because it's a yeah. disciplined approach to saving. You're investing at a very low cost, and you don't have to do a darn thing about it. And what
1: boom. you can do if you think, you know, at the end of the month, you're going, I've got an extra 50 or $100 almost every month. So tell it to put in an extra $50 a month into this, and you'll, your your amount will burgeon. It'll blossom. You'll be going, in a year, you look back and you go, oh, my gosh, I got almost $1,000. How
3: did I do that? That's great. Try it. There you go. Acorns.com. And uh, we've, as we've said, been doing it for about a year. I love it. I think it's a great service. I think for a person getting started, there's a great way to get going without doing a darn thing. Perfect.
1: I wish I owned a piece of it because I'm telling you, I think this thing is going to be wildly, wildly successful. Disciplined savings. It's disciplined savings. It's really, really good. 877-397-5666 is our phone number. Whether you have a little or a lot, we want to help you get it right.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Yes, it's time for another one of those inevitable interruptions that go with this being a podcast from a live radio show on commercial radio. This one is about something you're going to really enjoy, though, and something from which you could derive a lot of benefit. And that is the fact that we are now bringing our live lunch ed classes to the Internet so that you, along with the folks at our offices in Seattle and Phoenix and Portland, can actually attend the event. You just won't get lunch. You're going to have to go get your own. But you'll still get the same great education and you get a free worksheet and you get some other perks that go along with the class. Tickets are only five bucks. That's it. Just five bucks. And you can get them right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. TalkingRealMoney.com. I guarantee that you're going to get a great education. And if you don't feel you did, let me know. I'll give you your money back. It's really just that easy. So sign up for one of our upcoming lunch ed classes today. Don't put it off because somebody might take your seat. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. It's under the events section of the site. And I hope you'll attend one of the upcoming classes. And now please continue listening to our program.
2: Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: Because real money is the fuel for real life. It is what gets you through life today, and you need to save it and invest it to enjoy a really, really great one tomorrow. And the number one thing people save for in this country, the vast majority of invested assets in America are earmarked for retirement. That's why we talk so much about retirement. That brings me back to
3: where we just were a minute ago, because getting started with Acorns, which I I think really is a, a great service because, number one, the money comes out of your account. You don't spend it; it's gone. And this is right. this is the major fork in the road because people say I can't start because I don't have the money. This takes care of that in a way, and then it puts it in a portfolio that is pretty good. It's it's diversified. It's not pretty as low good cost as we'd like, but yeah, it's darn it's, close. But here's you just said the the magic word that at the end of the day most of the money probably should go towards, and that's retirement. So if you're saving for retirement, this would not be the best absolute way to start. If you're employed, the, the number one thing to do is to get in your employer plan. Generally, that's a 401k. If it's a government agency or not-for-profit, it could be a 403b. If it's a smaller company, it could be other type of plans. IRA but IRA. you got to start. You got That's a place to start. If you don't have that as an option, then an IRA or a Roth IRA. An IRA is money that you didn't pay tax on it. A Roth is money you already paid tax on. But you got to do that first because if you don't save anything, there, there's no We can't help you. There's no magic pill we can give.
1: There will not. And here's what your retirement will look like. It will look like right at the edge of the poverty line. Yeah. Because Social Security will only provide you with enough money to put a little bit of food on the table.
3: It's not designed. People believe it's a pension. It's insurance. It never was designed to... To fulfill all of your income needs in retirement. But many people sadly, and I forget what the number it's a big number, that it's their a majority of their income in retirement. You don't want to end up in there in, in that situation if you could at all avoid it. And the start is saving something. And, and that was why I wanted to go back to this, Don, because acorns cannot build an IRA for you or a Roth IRA. That money is post-tax. There's no quality. It's a start. Like, for right. example,
1: my portfolio is almost all growth. Yep. So there isn't a lot of income or realized capital gains. As a matter of fact, I looked. My dividends so far this year have been just enough to pay my fee. I have a t- I've had $10 in fees and yep. $10 in dividends. There you go. So not a lot of taxable not lot. dividends. So. Not going to get
3: killed. Um, international stocks have been a place to invest for a long period of time and we've especially always, this year yeah we've always people, had them in remember our remember what people though. said at the end of last year what was the big message it's going to be all about america next year because the new president's getting rid of globalization right it's all about america 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 america, america. america. and if you invested that way in there, you america. didn't make as much as much as much because here are the numbers Jason Zweig writes about this today because money's pouring now into... Brazil, Russia, India, China, emerging markets and why? Let me guess why. Well, because it's been the best performing asset investment this year. Emerging markets up over 13% year to date. I mean crazy. Year, yeah. International small, date. International small companies 8.4 and the lagging Standard and Poor's 500, those 500 great companies you trust up a mere 6% year to date. And last Which year is emerging fine, markets, by the, at way. the
1: end of the year they had a pretty good run. Yeah. They, did, they 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 after three straight years of losses, yep. which scared everybody out of emerging markets, this is the way This is I the know, way. I know. It's shocking. The antithesis of investing works. That thing that we don't like to call investing, that getting emotional and doing dumb stuff. Because the emerging markets have been so bad over 2013, 14, and 15, people bailed out. Yep. Well, I don't want to be in emerging markets. They're terrible. Yep. Now they're up. Shouldn't you have been in them all along? <sighs> And even an even bigger issue, Tom, and we'll talk about that after the break, an even bigger issue is not just emerging markets, but owning the rest of the world. As Americans, we are really hung up on this country and this country only, but it hasn't been the
0: best. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Hi, brief break time. I'm Don, and I really wanted to share this with you because I'm. this is something I'm really excited about. I have taken much of the work that we do for our online real investing journal and put it into a quarterly magazine that is, I have to say, pretty good uh, and pretty cheap. And it is the only publication I can find anywhere that is totally devoted to... To real investing. You will find no business news there. You will find no lifestyle information. You will find no hard news, political news, speculation stuff. It's all about the science and the process and the discipline of real investing. And it's a way to keep you on track toward a better future. It comes out four times a year and it's going to cost most people 25 bucks a year that's all just 25 bucks a year but because it's brand spanking new a limited number of people can become charter subscribers at the lifetime price of 15 bucks per year plus i'll get you a copy of the very first issue as a bonus while the supplies last of course so here's all you need to do just go to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe and subscribe and you'll start getting it in the mail every quarter if you're one of the first 200 or so to subscribe you'll also get the very first issue as a bonus so be one of the first to get the very first magazine ever about investing and nothing but investing real investing journal and you can subscribe right now really easy realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe now back to the show
2: your guides to a really great financial future Don are talking real money. Because it's really
1: important, and we really do want you to enjoy a better future. And maybe it's arrogant, but we want to show you how to enjoy a better future by investing based on solid science. We believe there's only one way to do this. You've got to do it smart. You've got to do it with uh, at low cost with global diversification. Global diversification. That's the key. Now, Tom, you meet with people every day.
3: Just met with somebody today. Yeah, busy, busy, busy.
1: You, you do. You, you, we do these things called my future blueprint, where people tell us the the investments they have, and mm-hmm. we analyze how well balanced they are in various asset classes. But what do you find almost universally when it comes to the the country in which the bulk of assets are invested?
3: Well, and you brought this up earlier. If you grew up in the Bay Area, do you have a bias towards even keeping your sports teams in the Bay Area, or do you want them to go somewhere else? To Las Vegas, to Vegas. And it turns out that here in the United States, uh, most people have most of their money here. And that home field bias carries off into other countries, too. In England, it's like 85% of the investable assets. Eh, They're invested in England. Germany's the same way because you trust those companies. You trust the system. You know it. But the funny thing is, is I don't don't think most people
1: realize how many of the companies that they deal with every day are not American companies. For example, uh, Chocolate Bar from Nestle. Yeah. Where are they based? Uh,
3: Switzerland, right? Switzerland. Okay. Absolutely. And Budweiser Beer. Belgium and yeah. well actually isn't it uh, like Brazil I, Brazil and I Belgium. think yeah
1: right yeah yeah um, and and this is you really have to put this in perspective and I think DFA does a great job dimensional D- Funds, okay yeah every year they create this wonderful chart that shows which markets it's did well and which it's years. what what's illustrative, graph. it's illustrative it's yeah something it's it's illustrative yeah between 2000 and 2002 in those 3 years 2000 2001 2002 yep. the US market was down in every one of those years
3: and and down As rather substantially if you own just large company yeah. stocks, which most people do. Well, the U.S. in 2000
1: was down 13%, 12.5% in 2001, and uh, 23% in 2002. Yeah. That's pretty substantial. And yet, there were markets that had positive return. In 2000, it was Denmark, Canada, and Switzerland. Yeah. In 2001, it was Australia and New Zealand. Of course. And this, just ironically, in 2002, it was Aus- Austria and Ah, okay. Not Australia, but Austria. Put another Andrew's shrimp Zealand. on the Barbie, right? right? Yeah,
3: got it. Yeah, oh, no, that's Austria. That's, oh, I get yeah. all confused. Yeah, Austria. Salzburg, in, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, got so, it. Yeah, yeah. Vienna. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, but the U.S. Your point was down is. In those years. Your point is that global diversification. So I think we should expand on this just a little bit. Yeah. Because absolutely. actually, many of you are going to remember this whole thing, the lost decade. No reason to invest in stocks because from 2000 through 2009, you lost money being in stocks. Yeah, if you just own large US companies, you did. Right. You did not yep. lose money in stocks though. No,
1: if you it, if just yep. the S&P five
3: hundred. If you own smaller companies and value companies and international companies, you actually made money. Then just in time, because I know the way this works, people woke up in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine and said, I gotta own some of those international stocks because they're the they've only done, things that were and you moved your money over to that. Guess what happened from 2010 through 2016 the best markets in US. the United States. Yeah. That's how hard this business is. That's why you really need global diversification. It smooth the and, ride out. And getting into the weeds, I love
1: getting into the weeds on this because for example, you were heavily invested in the US in 99 everybody was. Oh, Remember that pff, was, it was all about com. five
3: was... tech stocks in the United yeah. States. And Easy. you made
1: 22% oh, that year. Yeah. What would have happened if you took your 100,000 that you had in the market at the end of 98 and you just said, you know, I think I'm going to put that in Singapore. I'm going to put it all in Singapore. <laughs> Instead of making a lousy little 22%, your $100,000 became, in one year, yeah,
3: $200,000. Why didn't you call me and tell me to do that?
1: I'm sorry. I neglected also. And here's the other one I messed up. Uh, Back in... Where did it go? It was right here. Oh yeah, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight was a terrible year for stocks, right? I, I yes. Yeah, I, I should globally have by people. the way,
3: everywhere that
1: year. I know, but I should have joined those people who said I'm done with the U.S. I'm going overseas, and I should have just gone to Norway because Norway returned eighty-seven percent in two thousand eight, year two thousand nine,
3: two thousand nine. Okay, two thousand nine was a good year for one stocks. Year. It was wow. a good year, but the U.S. in that year only did twenty-six percent. I don't think I can even name one company in Norway is it Nokia? No, I don't think so. No, I think anyway, I can't even name Doesn't so. no Google Google owns Nokia. That's right. <laughs> Didn't okay. they buy them? They're like Let's Amazon see. that's Vol- pretty much Volvo buy everything. Google is Sweden. That's Sweden. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, think I can name
1: one. Norsk uh Hydro. Norsk Hydro. Oh okay. Yeah. Big, sure. Big electric company, Norsk yeah. Hydro. Mm-hmm. I thought of one. Uh-huh. Good work. I gotcha. So you gotta own all of them yeah, that's the thing. Out yeah. of over the last 20 years, how many times has the United States been the top performing market in the world? I'm going to say 20 two. years. 2? Two. two. So, okay. Absolutely top right.
3: Okay. Thank
1: you. 2013 and 2014. Yeah. Other than that, And there has only been one year where every market in the world lost money, and that was 2008.
3: Yeah, which was a bit of an anomaly because in other bear markets in the United States, other countries have bucked up and held things in place. So it was a bad year all the way
1: around. In 2011, we were only one of two countries that had a positive return in 2011. Yeah. We were only one of two. I forgot all about that, too. I was watching a show that was made in 2011, and they were talking about how badly their company was hit by the recession. I forgot there was a recession. This is how we forget. I know. I forgot there was a little recession it was in 2011. Kind of, it was
3: kind of a tricky time because uh, people were pretty upset about their—and you remember the phrase, your 401k has gone to a 201k. I can remember Mm -hmm. a lot of people saying, oh, I had a 401k, and now I got a 201k. And what's
1: funny is that was like uh, our, our second full year in business. I know. And yet people want to invest the right way. Isn't it curious? And by, Oh, by the way, Good more, people, and bad. more people, people want to want invest, to invest right
3: today because it feels more comfortable because we've been yeah. in a bull market for, what, nine years now, eight years, whatever it is, long time.
1: Well, although it's curious, I, we grew better in a less bullish market That's in true. terms of Vestery's yeah. growth, our company's growth, I think because right now people are getting into that hot stock mindset mm. again. I bet you think that investing is really, really complicated and hard and difficult to understand and therefore you're going I don't want to listen to the show about investing. It's just going to confuse me. Well, it's a lot easier than you think. There are just a lot of people out there who want to make it seem hard because it makes them money. So we want to cut through the crud and the confusion and the complications that uh, appear to be part of investing and make it easy for you. So call us and we will help. Right, Tom? Absolutely.
3: Yes, we will. See. Oh, you, you got your soup? I do. Split pee split today. Me. Yeah. Did you split all the beans I was not. That was a long night. i tell you what. That's a lot of work. All night split peeing. Yeah. Please pee splitting. <laughs> gotta be yeah, careful it's the way you say, say that. Yeah. Hi, we're, you're Hello. calling from Yelm. How are you? Can we help you?
4: Yeah, thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. I just have a question on <laughs> yes. your. The Acorn account. Do you have to have a debit card to set that up, or can you do it off a checking
3: account?
1: Off a checking account, yeah. I believe.
3: I, mean, I think you can just—you don't have to have a card. I
1: just—yeah, I didn't use a debit card. I just gave them my routing info for my bank account.
3: Okay, because I didn't see that
4: option, so
1: I'll have to keep. Looking. Oh, maybe oh, not. Well, let's, well, we're going to go look. I don't yeah, know what I did. we don't want to give know, you bad it's, information. It's been ten months ago that I set this up, and so let me just
3: see here. Did I use? So you—you you tried card? to go on and do it, and they told you you had to have a card. Card to hook up to well, the account? No,
4: but that was like the options a debit card or a credit card, and I don't have any. I've never owned a debit card. Huh. I only write because, checks. Because,
1: wow. Well, yeah, but you know, it, I write checks and it uses my checks. I
3: honestly don't we'll know. We'll look into
1: I'm, it. I'll look into it and find out and we'll talk about it a little later. Okay. Okay.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We were care. talking about acorns last hour. Acorns yeah, is a great hour. way to start getting going, saving something and having it invested at a very low cost. And I'll say it again because people well, Why are you mentioning them? We just think it's a good service. We don't Same as we mentioned Vanguard's Vanguard Total World Stock Index. We just think that's a good place to put your money you're still looking around don't, i can see darned
1: that. if you don't need a debit or a credit card ah, you do okay you do i mean i've all i since they invented debit cards i've always had one on my account even i have a, a an account at usaa it has a debit card i've never once used the debit card it just is in a drawer somewhere so somehow um,
3: they're taking they're rounding your check expenditures too is that what yeah, you said because wow. i guess
1: it links to hmm. my account i don't write very card. many
3: checks anymore
1: yeah rarely well I, I think it counts as writing a check for example my 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 bill pay yeah okay to, I do bill to pay. the energy yep. company mm-hmm. you know to the power company so they don't that, round
3: those for me they only round, they, they round debit card expenses that's why yours is bigger than mine I guess well I they
1: round everything I mean I make for example I make my payments on my card to Bank of America which is my bank mm-hmm. and I they round those up yeah. thirty eight cents every time yeah there you go I don't know okay but I just looked and it does say you do need a debit or a credit card
3: okay there so, you go sorry sorry get a debit card. Just yeah. Don't use it. yeah, I mean Just don't Herb our friend Herb Weisbaum talks about how he does not he doesn't want you to use a debit card for security reasons. But you can still get it and not use it. Yeah. Get the debit debit. But if you card, don't use it, they won't
1: round it up. It away. Because there's no No, roundup. because they round up from everything ah, in my I account. Okay. I never use a debit card. Okay. I have I do not use my debit card on my account at all. But I have Is that one. for security reasons? That's because it's easier to tap out. It's easier for someone to drain me dry with a debit card yes. than with a credit card. That's That's
3: exactly right.
1: So I never use a debit card. Okay. But, I I mean, I do use credit cards because, like, for example, I've got my Delta card now, which uh, because of the trips to Seattle and buying stuff, (laughs) I'm going to be like Delta Gold in a year. They're going to have a special place for you. you. I know. I get
3: special treatment.
1: 877-397-5666 is our phone number. 877-397-5666. Uh, We want to help you invest better. We want to help you build a better future. So give us a call.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money
1: if you're one of the many podcast listeners who's asked, how do I attend one of your classes? Well, we've decided to take our very popular lunch ed classes that we've been doing at our offices and also do them in the form of a webinar online. At the same time, I'm doing the class live elsewhere. You can sign up for these live lunch ed classes right now at TalkingRealMoney.com TalkingRealMoney.com We have a limited number of seats available because we have to pay for them, so reserve your place right now. We're going to have classes in the future on a variety of topics so check them out regularly at talkingrealmoney.com it's under the event section and there is a small fee for these classes just five dollars but you're going to get a great education not a sales pitch and a free worksheet and some other perks so sign up for our next lunch ed class right now at talkingrealmoney.com talkingrealmoney.com and now more talking real money
2: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Last last segment
1: inside joke didn't get it. I did not get it, and I'm going to apologize to our caller because I was being cute. (laughs) He was call was from yeah the call was from from Thurston County yeah Yeah, yeah, yelm Yelm. Yelm. yeah okay and so I said what's the name and Tom goes Ramtha. Now I don't know anything about yelm. I know nothing about yelm.
3: Apparently proving that you don't.
1: Yes, there's a woman there who goes by the name
3: of Ramtha. I think she's like three hundred thousand year old. She channels a Three hundred thousand, a warrior from some long time ago. Yeah, really? Okay, 300, maybe three hundred thousand. Like Australopithecus. I know. Okay. yeah, no, like, no. I, but a long time ago, thousands it was of Cro-Magnan. years. She's been doing right, this for so a long time. Ramtha. Yeah, I well just known. Didn't get that. Okay, thought... my poor reference. I apologize, and I don't want to be rude. And I apologize to the caller because I think we, she might have been a little put off by that. I doubt it. And right. it's
1: a, It was funny. Come but
3: on. she did point out that with acorns, you have to have a debit or credit and, card. And
1: Ramtha, the woman, the woman who plays Ramtha on television, apparently. She's very attractive. I saw her Jay-Z Knight. Her.
3: Been around Jay-Z for a long Knight. time. Yeah. So,
1: she used to have a being... lot of big stars
3: that would come and visit and I her I bet there.
1: she's worth a lot of dough, Ramtha.
3: Hey, hey, maybe we can get her to invest
1: with us now. <laughs> uh, maybe she can go back in time Ooh. and change the way people invest going forward.
3: No, 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 no. I'll go back and give her all my money in 1986. She'll put it all in Microsoft stock, and then I'll sell it all in 1999. What a run-up that Before will be. Before it went straight. Yeah, exactly. Like this. <sharp> this, is, this my pin
1: in a horizontal position yep. is what Microsoft did in the— the intervening years
3: well no that, yeah it, it made nothing for a long time it's been decent for about the last two so anyway ramtha okay. shout out to ramtha
1: 877-397-5666 is our phone number wait i'm gonna do my ramtha thing oh give us a call 877-397-5666 um a couple of weeks ago yeah there was an article in the new york times about how teachers just get shafted in 403b plans and I wrote a scathing response to all of those people out there who take advantage of people with uh, by putting annuities in their four hundred and one k plans. When we four hundred and three b's mostly four hundred and three b plans. Yep. In a little bit, we want to hear your four hundred and three b stories because yeah. we've got one to share with you, and uh, you're gonna <sighs> you just you you you're not gonna be happy. Sam, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
5: Hi, and thank you very much for taking my call. Um, uh, just a few minutes ago, you you made a comment that you don't get dividends or what do you not do bond funds anymore? Sure, well, you should own bonds.
3: Oh no,
1: I was talking about about my acorns.
3: He was right talking now. about his acorns portfolio that uh is mostly is, stocks. My, mine is
1: almost uh, all okay, stocks cuz okay. I'm aggressive.
3: But let's talk uh, about okay. that, Sam. This is a good question because we don't recommend owning bonds to make for money income. for the income though. I mean, this is a this is a good point because you're saying, well Isn't that why you own bonds? No. In our mind, you're trying to make the money with stocks, and you're trying to keep the money with bonds. Bonds are the foundation of the portfolio. There are some portfolios you could create for income, but you have to understand that it has a higher risk attached to it.
5: Right, right, right. Okay. High okay, dividend. Carol.
3: I mean, or are, are, are you know high yield bonds, for example, that has they those those bonds have stock like characteristics. They're going to well. You can go back and look. You can go look at Vanguard's high yield bond fund in 2008. I think it lost like 23 percent of its value. It got it got pretty beat up. So almost almost what the stock. Yeah, is, I mean because these are stocks. These are companies. Pardon me. That issue bonds that have a hard time paying you back when times get tough, as they did in 2000. Does that make sense?
5: Yes. Okay. The next question. All right. In which fund – not which fund – where do you recommend the bonds should be? Like right now I have it in my IRA. I don't have any in my Roths. I have a little bit still in my 401. I'm retired, and I need to transfer out of my 401 So where should the bonds be and why?
3: Well, it's a great question. So bonds are, unless they are municipal bonds, are tax inefficient. That is, just as you pointed out, Sam, they're paying out dividends. They're paying out interest. You have to pay tax on that. So you don't want to have those in a taxable account. You could have them in a regular IRA. That makes sense. Or a 401k. The Roth IRA, because it grows tax-free, and people always question me on this, when you start taking the money out of a Roth, you don't pay tax on it. That's the tax-free part. So generally, we recommend that be stock-heavy because stocks over time have made more than bonds. You therefore own the bonds in individual retirement accounts or 401ks. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, okay. So, right. and then if you're going to own bonds in in a taxable account, like a regular brokerage account, you want to generally, again, it depends on your tax situation. Don's kind of going to miss Quentin. Yeah. It, because it depends on your tax situation. You're probably going to want to own municipal bonds there because you don't yeah. pay tax on the interest from municipalities. That being said,
1: if, for example, I had, and this is just for example's sake, I had uh, $100,000 and $50,000 of it, I was a 50- 50 50 investor Fifty thousand was in bonds and fifty thousand was in stocks and it just so happened that i only had fifty thousand dollars in my iras roth otherwise whatever they are i would have all of the bonds in the roth and the regular ira and i would have all of the stocks in the taxable account (laughs) because stock this the the equity positions don't tend to distribute a lot of capital gains they tend to grow and those capital gains they distribute are taxed at a rate closer to 15 percent than your income bracket unless you're in a very high bracket then they're higher but generally speaking you're going to get a better tax treatment if you split it that way so all things being equal overweight stocks in your taxable accounts overweight bonds in your tax advantaged accounts.
5: okay all right and then one more question okay. related to bonds yeah okay as the interest rates go up the bond in a bond fund now like the B, the yep. vanguard total bond mm-hmm. Fund. okay the, the, the price per share goes down but do the dividends typically uh, um, go up?
1: Yes. Yes. Because offset. here's what you see. In Let's use Vanguard's total bond index as an example. Vanguard's total bond index has an average duration, last I looked, is about five or six years. I was
3: going to say five and a half years. Yeah,
1: Five to six years. So that means on average, every five years they're turning over almost all the portfolio into brand new bonds. Some are turning over tomorrow. Yep. Some are turning over ten years from now. But on average, they're turning that portfolio over on a regular basis and that money as it turns over is going into new bonds paying a higher interest rate so while you lose in the short run in the long run one of the reasons why bond funds work really well in a rising interest rate environment is that they're buying new bonds all along the way to increase your returns. great question sam yep appreciate them all if you have some call us
0: tom and don are talking real money
1: I discovered something really interesting not too long ago. It's the fact that people still like getting printed magazines. I read most stuff online, but the vast majority of subscribers to almost every publication known to mankind subscribe to the print edition. I didn't realize I'm sorry, so I've decided to correct my mistake, and I have created a brand new magazine, the only one that I know of, that is totally devoted to real investing. It's called, aptly enough, Real Investing Journal. Real Investing Journal comes out every single quarter Real Investing Journal is not about speculating. It is not about business. It is not about lifestyles. It is not about politics or other news. It is strictly about the process of building wealth by becoming a real, disciplined, scientific-based investor. And it comes out every single quarter, and you have an opportunity to get it for a lot less money and to lock that price in as a charter subscriber. Annual subscriptions are going to run $25, but if you subscribe soon, you'll be one of the charter subscribers who not only gets it for $15 a year locked in, but you'll also get the very first issue of Real Investing Journal as a bonus while supplies last. So here's how you subscribe. It's really easy. Go to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe. realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe. And then what do you do? You subscribe. Then we'll start mailing it to you. And if you don't enjoy it, I'll give you money back. What do you have to lose? you got nothing to lose. So go to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe. Become a charter subscriber to Real Investing Journal. And I guarantee you've never seen a publication quite like this because nobody else, nobody that I can find, focuses on the truth about investing except, well, of course, now Real Investing Journal. So go to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe, realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe. And I know I said that a lot, but I want you to remember it. And now back to the show.
2: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And once again, our telephone number is 877-397-5666. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that has always gotten my ire up, and my ire is easily raised by... Yeah, look at my ire. It's Woo. sticking straight up. Woo. Look at look at every one of those ires is up. Uh, I feel all all y now. Uh, one of the things that gets me all ired is the way educational institutions and health institutions allow. And I got to tell you, it's on... It's on you, administrators of school districts and hospitals. It's on you. The way you allow your teachers to be ripped off, your nurses to be ripped off by insurance companies selling stuff in 403Bs. Ron Lieber wrote an article about this in the New York Times, a couple of them. They're very good. It makes me furious. There should not be insurance products in these 403B plans. And
3: Dan Solon wrote another great piece this week. about. If you don't subscribe to Dan's newsletter, I think it's free. It's free. It comes out, I think, I don't think it's weekly. Anyway, you can type in Dan Solon. Dan tries to give you simple lessons, and you can read it in about a minute. It's easy to understand. In the lesson this week, he talked about a trauma nurse and how difficult her profession is. Imagine the things she sees every day. I couldn't do it. I don't have the emotions. I don't think I have the wherewithal to, to buck up to that. I think it would melt me down quickly. And his point was, this is not an easy job. This is a very difficult job job. She came to Dan and said, hey, I've got this retirement, this 403B. Can you look at it? Dan looked at it. It was loaded with annuities. It was loaded with crummy, actively managed high-expense mutual funds. No great options for her. So the message Dan said was, look, this is a person who works her tail off to take care of all of us. At the very least, can't we... If you want... if you, Hey, insurance companies, you want to keep loading up with these annuities and expensive mutual funds? Okay. that. But at least give us index funds as an option there at least now there
1: is a little light at the end of this dark nasty 403b tunnel that the insurance industry promulgates particularly companies like aig through their because they make uh, Valic a ton arm. of
3: money on this stuff yeah
1: but there is light. And I'll, I'll give you a, an example from real life. Many years ago, I did a show that was on all over the country. And uh, I was on a very big station in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I got a call regularly from a guy there who had a terrible 403B plan with the Albuquerque School District. We, we talked about some of the options. And I said, petition your school board for Vanguard. Yeah. So he went out and got about 50 or 60 fellow teachers.
3: Half of
1: Albuquerque. To, to sign up. <laughs> like a little bigger. Oh, okay, but he presented place. it to the school board, and they put Vanguard in as an option. They can do that. The trustees of the plan have the total freedom to do this. But the thing is, is the insurance agents and the high load mutual fund salespeople are the ones who are taking these administrators, these trustees, and these school board members out golfing and out to nice dinners because they know there is a ton of money destined for their pocket, selling you bad investments. There should never, ever be an insurance investment in any kind of qualified plan. Period. It
3: really shouldn't. And if you're in one of those programs like that, 403B like that, here's an idea. Go open a Roth as you said, Don. You could do that at Vanguard so at least you have something that's much lower cost and probably owns assets you don't have available in the retirement plan at your place of work.
1: Right. And if your 403B doesn't match Your contribution and your choices stink, then just fund a rock. Forget about it completely.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Here's another brief interruption. I am surprised at how much people still love their magazines, their print magazines. The vast majority of the most popular magazines on the planet have millions of print subscribers and only a few hundred thousand online subscribers. I learned people like reading on paper, and because of that, I've decided to create a brand new magazine for real investors to help you become a real investor. It's called Real Investing Journal, and it's full of just that, real investing information, the science of investing, the proven ways to make money long-term without gambling. There's no business news. There's nothing about speculating. There's no lifestyle stuff. It is all about investing all the time it's full color magazine it's printed every quarter and it's going to cost 25 bucks a year is all that's all 25 bucks a year but here's a deal if you become one of our charter subscribers we'll lock in 15 a year and while supplies last you'll get the very first issue in addition to your next year that's a deal 15 bucks a year and if you don't like it i'll give you your money back that simple so go right now to realinvestingjournal.com slash subscribe need to add that slash subscribe real investing com slash subscribe and sign up for the charter subscription rate of only 15 bucks you save 10 bucks and you lock it in and you get an extra issue and you need to do it now because i know we're going to run out of the extra issues. so you better hurry go to real investing com slash subscribe real investing com slash subscribe you'll like it or your money back and speaking of back we're going back to the show now
2: We're talking real money. We
1: are indeed at 877-397-5666. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. We're here every uh, Saturday taking your calls live at noon, noon to two on the West Coast at 877-397-5666. You may hear our show at another time, but that's when you want to call. If
3: you're listening at another time, please don't call this number. Not Isn't that right what you're now. supposed to say? Oh, okay. Yeah. I got a question for you. Uh, this is interesting. I got this from my uh, public utility district, people that keep my lights on. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you a couple of questions. I found this fascinating. I'm sure because one of the things we see regularly when people come in to talk about their retirement—that's maybe ten years down the road—they talk about their utility bill a lot. (laughs) They do. No, they—they say, "Well, our household income's you know one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and if we get that much in ten years from now in retirement, that'll be fine. That'll cover everything." So let me ask you a couple of questions. Let me ask you a couple of questions. So, a pound of ground beef that today sells for—is this plain old? Ground beef or just ground oh, ground God, ground chuck please. ground sirloin. Please, the right. today is according to this uh, three dollars and fifty six cents a pound. Okay, I don't oh. know if that's high or low. Anyway, pretty.
1: that seems a little cheap right okay. now based on what I've been. Do paying. you know
3: what that was in two thousand six? Some oh, eleven years $1. ago, dollars ninety nine, two twenty six. That's pretty close. Fifty eight percent increase. Uh, how about this? That's one? That's why I eat more chicken. <laughs> I do eat a lot of much. chicken. How about this one? Peanut butter today, a pound of peanut butter, two dollars and sixty two cents. Then $1.72? Or uh, my favorite, a movie ticket. They claim eight sixty five. I think I pay a lot more than that because now our theater has those fancy seats and they come out and massage oh, your feet. I pay like, a lot
5: more yeah. than but 8 But anyway, 65. today
3: they say eight sixty five, and they say in 2006, $6.55, an increase of $0.32. Cents. The point is... I get your point. Yeah, the point... Because well, everybody inflation. thinks there's no inflation anymore. Well, inflation doesn't happen. We haven't had inflation in a long time. Well, yeah, unless you're buying ground beef or you're going to the movies or eating peanut butter. Yeah, of course it exists. And if you don't build a plan that looks at ten years down the road that things are going to be more expensive, you're making a big mistake. I see that all the time. And remember, how do you build? How do you
1: build inflation protection into your portfolio? Well, that's a great question.
3: That's thank you, Don. (laughs) Well, I mean, the only way I know of long term has been really stocks. Mm -hmm. Long term, and not every year. Now they react
1: negatively immediately to That's high inflation true. but That's then true. they're able to the they, reason right. stocks do well is because they're able to increase their prices yeah. right they just the say company.
3: guess what Red apples are now going to be a dollar 31 a pound instead of a dollar 3 if you own an apple yeah. stock no, or apple. Apple, apple no stock. not apple <laughs> you just now you got it all confused there yeah. What has the price of Apple gone up in the last 10 years? A lot. That's what I do. But the the point is don't ignore inflation when you're doing your planning. And, I mean, this is another one of the the issues people face is many of you already retired have pensions, and pensions today are less likely to include inflation riders in them. Inflation increases over time. If you're getting a $40,000 a year pension today, that's worth a whole lot less in 10 years. Right. Right. So, so that's yeah, it. You, you that's all I got. I'm sorry.
1: That. Well, you also, the, there are inflation-protected securities. <laughs> oh, thank like, you. Like tips. Yeah, that's true. For your bond
3: portfolio. Yeah. Yep. So
1: Treasury
3: can, inflation-protected uh, protected securities, securities issued by the U.S. government that readjust for inflation. And the fund family that we like called dimensional funds has now incorporated them into their- You've heard of a target date fund, right, that says I'm retiring in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so my portfolio is built a certain way and it changes over time because- You should be taking less risk when you're retiring. Got it. You know that part. But what you might not think about is, okay, how am I paying myself back when I quit? Dimensional Funds has now built these funds that invest a certain way while you're saving. And then when you're taking the money out, they put most of it into these tips so that your check gets a little bit bigger if inflation goes up. And it sustains you for 25 years. It spends the portfolio down, but it still gives you the check.
1: And it should have inflation
3: protection in it. Makes sense. So, yes, you're right. Thank you for reminding uh, me of those.
1: I was reading through Dan, because you, you, you mentioned Dan's column. So I was reading through it, and, you know, he's got some interesting stuff in there. Okay. I want to talk a little bit right. about one of his bits of advice for somebody who was who went to his broker, no broker looking for short-term safety on his money. <laughs> safety, yeah. 877-397-5666 is our phone number. If you have a question about the safety of your money, give us a call.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Our lunch ed classes that we've talked about occasionally during the show have been so popular that we're now expanding them to our offices in Portland and Phoenix, and we are going to start doing them online too. Well, you won't get the lunch if you do it online. You will get a great education, and you can go out and grab lunch and join us for lunch, Ed. Just sign up at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. There is a very small fee, just 5 bucks, but for that, you get a worksheet, and you get access to some special offers, so it's worth it. Sign up now at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com, and get a real investing education. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. Now back to the show
2: your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money
1: still have time to help you out. If you want to call us at 877-397-5666, 877-397-5666. Remember to call Saturdays, noon to 2 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Eastern. Now, Tom, Dan got a question, and I like this question a lot. A guy had a an FDIC-insured CD mature, and he came to Dan. He said, I talked to my broker, told my broker I wanted something safe and liquid. Safe and liquid. <laughs> hmm. Now bear in mind that a 1-year CD which is not liquid, but a 1-year CD right now earns about 1.3. So it's not liquid. That's the highest rate I could find for a 1-year CD from Ally Bank. What is the, the what broker, is the
3: Schwab money market fund paying? It's like .2. Okay.
1: Um so the broker because brokers don't make any money on money market funds and they don't make much on CDs. No. They he don't. recommended the Lord Abbott Short Duration Income Fund. The Lord Good Abbott Short Lord Duration, is what I would
3: say the
1: uh the Lord Abbott Short-Duration Income Fund has a uh, load, a commission of 2.25% up front. <laughs>
3: that's great. And,
1: and annual fees of six-tenths of a percent. Oh, that's but, good, yeah. But mm. its SEC yield is 2.17% compared to Vanguard's short-term bond index, which is
3: 1.73%.
1: So Lord Abbott pays more even after all those fees. How is that possible,
3: you Let ask? me guess. Riskier fix. Next didn't come.
1: Interesting. Tom, Bonds? what's the highest grade of bond? The highest quality bond is rated A? A. A A A. Triple A. Vanguard's portfolio, their short-term bond portfolio, has 70% of the portfolio so most of it's in triple A
3: bond. Pretty safe stuff. Triple Should A-A. get your money back.
1: The lowest investment grade ranking is triple B. BB. Yep. Vanguard does have 12%, almost 13% in triple B. They have nothing below triple B in the junk category. Yeah. Lord Abbott, on the other hand Triple A, 31%. Mm-hmm. Third of it, yeah. Triple B, 37%. Junk,
3: below Triple B, 14%. So basically half of the portfolio is v- very poor quality.
1: The devil is always in those details. Always in those details. You're getting paid you more you're, look you're getting deeper. risky. Yep, risky, yeah, risky. See, risky. the broker makes a commission. You mm-hmm. pay a higher expense ratio and you get a higher return. There's a catch. There's always, always a catch. Juan, you're up next. Welcome to Talking real money.
3: Hi, Juan. How can we help you? Hi, gentlemen. Um, I've called you guys before and
4: asked you a few questions about this. Um, I'm currently a veteran, uh, separated from the military, and I'm looking into pulling my TSP um, out. And, you know, I'm ready to take on those fees or taxes. Um, but I plan on using it one, to, you know, pay the bills, stuff like that. Um, my question is if I were to pull it out and then find employment, and then I still have a chunk of it left. Where would be a great spot? Because I know I can't throw it back into TSP.
3: How much? Uh, how much money are we talking about, Juan?
4: Um, it's roughly around 20000
3: And how much is going to be left after you pay the bills?
4: Um, well, it's really to survive until I find an oh, yeah. employment. So, yeah. okay. um, I mean, as soon as I get employment, I want to throw it back in somewhere. Um, I just don't know where to put it since I can't put it back into TSP. The TSP has been working great, but... Um, yeah. Here,
1: here's the here's the issue for you. One, um, if you take it out and you 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 know you're going to get not only hit with taxes but a tax penalty, right?
3: Correct. Yep.
1: Okay. If there is money left, you have you only have sixty days to roll it over. That's so, what I was wondering. Yeah, right. So if you go past that 60 days, really, you're just now it's it's start all over again with what's left and go into a Roth IRA. I mean, if you, okay. if you hit it within that 60-day window, you can, you can do, do a rollover for what's left into a regular yep. IRA. If you hit that 60-day window, which I hope you do, because if you hit that 60-day window, then you won't get hit with taxes or penalty on anything that's left that you get into an IRA, but you'll need to immediately, the minute you have that job the minute you have that extra income and you're able to put this back put it right back before that window closes on you now
4: okay? you're saying i'll put it i put it back towards a Roth ira or put it back wherever no, i'm at no, in regards no. to GSP.
1: no you're going to put it into a regular ira if there is money left within 60 days if okay. you are past 60 days and there's money left then you're just going to fund a brand new roth starting from scratch
3: All right, awesome and we you either one you either one of those you could go to vanguard.com you could open either an individual retirement account or a roth from time to time we have recommended uh the vtwsx which is the vanguard total world stock index it owns 7500 stocks in but it, a lot at of countries juncture, though yeah. the key is no, just to remember yep. the minute you take it out the clock starts
1: you have 60 days so to wait put it as back into a regular ir Hey, if the sick, and a regular, you don't do a Roth, you do a regular IRA in that first 60 days. After the 60 days, whatever's left, if you're putting it away for retirement, then you're going to probably be looking at a Roth is probably going to be better for you than a regular IRA because yep. it's not likely you're going to need a big tax deduction, as a matter of fact. Uh you,
5: Okay, you, yeah, because
1: I know started, some of
4: the TSP so. itself is going to be tax-free due to some deployments. So, um all right, I'll look into Vanguard okay. and then start the timers as soon as I it out. And
3: call us anytime Juan. Good luck to you. Good luck Juan. Thank no problem. Call, sir. Thanks gentlemen. Uh by the way, it's
1: yeah, is the number. Yeah, well, we and really
3: you mentioned yeah. employment and we need people. Oh, wow. we were going to talk it's about a great that. transition. We never, we never,
1: ever. We don't. We don't talk a lot about our business vestry, which is a fee only investment. Oh, when somebody firm.
3: else brought up the fact that they listened to the show and we didn't tell them what our minimum. We, if you want us to manage your money for you, our minimum is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That being said, we will. Ha- if you call me or write me. I'll help you. I've helped a lot of people that don't have the minimum. Never going to be clients here. Go on these funds. Get on with your That's life. That's why so, we have the show. Too. Yeah. So we help we'll people. help you. But if you want us to manage your money, our minimum is 250000
1: But But that said, we are a rapidly growing firm, I believe. Not because talking about we my waistline tell, here. Well, mine is two. But <laughs> I think it's because we tell people the truth about investing. We don't sugarcoat it. We don't uh, we don't uh, we don't paint it over. It's very transparent. But we need help. We need employees, and we're finding in the Seattle area that uh, there are a lot of jobs available. And uh, we think what we offer is a terrific place for particularly for somebody coming out of college with a finance degree or something who really wants to get their feet wet in the industry and maybe learn to become an advisor down the road. We are hiring. We and are absolutely
3: hiring. We have a great four hundred one k. We pay your health, health and your Here's the third thing. You get to work with Tom and Don. Wow. I mean, talk about your big-time
1: benefit. And so just send Tom, send your resume to Tom at Vestory.com. Tom at Vestory, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Or if you want the email address, just go to TalkingRealMoney.com. It's all there. Tom and Don are
0: talking real
1: money. Our lunch ed classes that we've talked about occasionally during the show have been so popular that we're now expanding them to our offices in Portland and Phoenix, and we are going to start doing them online too. Well, you won't get the lunch if you do it online. You will get a great education, and you can go out and grab lunch and join us for lunch, Ed. Just sign up at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. There is a very small fee, just 5 bucks, but for that, you get a worksheet, and you get access to some special offers, so it's worth it. Sign up now at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com, and get a real investing education. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. Now back to the show.
2: (coughs) For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Wow. Tickets for our May classes are just selling like hotcakes. Now, we only have 20, 20 um, of the $5 tickets for each class the Tuckwilla, the Bellevue, and the Linwood classes. Um, and they're just moving. I can't. This is the most orders we've ever had this quickly. So, if you want to come to these brand new classes that Tom and I are doing on investing and creating income in retirement, brand new classes, you can get $5 tickets right now, but you need to get them soon at talkingrealmoney.com. Talkingrealmoney.com.